0: Greetings, beautiful people. So today we are going to be talking about trauma bonding and stress and stress and you stress in different ways. How you can prevent stress? Okay, so um, I just finished my introduction to psychology class, and I got me a A. So um, that, I love that class. It was so I'm about to say mesmerizing. Me. I don't know who's mesmerizing me about somebody, but that's the word I just heard. Um, but it was very intriguing. Um, I learned a lot. Um, I felt like it kind of like taught me a lot. It's kind of like school and like the classes and the courses that I'm taking. It's kind of like therapy. In my last class, it was about relationships and health. And emotions, I also got an A in that class too. And it was it was like therapy because I learned a lot with the books. I get to highlight things in the books and I get to come back and tell you all what I learned. And how I applied it to my life. And I pretty much talk about experiences that I've already have had that's connect to this class. And to this overall degree that I'm even going for. So trauma bonding. Trauma bonding is when someone comes to you in their victimhood is someone coming to you and they're always and they're speaking about their trauma and this is how you both are connecting you both are connecting based off the trauma it's like wow yeah I would have my heart broken before but like women we do it all the time and we have our girl talk we uh trauma bond with each other talk about the different heart rates we have had different relationships we had. Now, I'm not saying that you can't have girl talk or that this is not going to come up in girl talk, but at what stage in your friendship or even in relationships, are you going to say, okay, enough of the bonding on the trauma? When are we going to heal? You know, when you can either heal together or you can separate Um, I don't feel like everybody um, have to heal on their own. You know, people can heal um, with partners. People can heal with their, um, like I said, partners, spouses, um, siblings, parents, you know. It's not really a set in stone way to, to heal but um as far as trauma it um these conversations lowers your energy and also keeps you into, into that mind frame and that cycle of keep uh, having to keep remind yourself of the trauma so now um trauma bonding is also a form of I'm not going to say manipulation, but uh, maybe it is on our part when we continue to talk about it. We then manipulate ourselves into thinking that uh, we have to continue to speak negatively about it, even though the trauma itself wasn't wasn't anything positive we didn't want we don't want to sound jolly and happy because we got r-a-p-e you know that's not something that we're going to get excited and want to be open and optimistic about but it can definitely lower your energy and it keeps you stuck at this lower energy this this mind frame of pretty much giving up of yourself and victimhood so um that's with trauma bonding. I also wanted to talk about stress, de-stress, and you stress. Now, a stress or a stress is a condition or event that challenges or threatens a person. Now there is um there is GAS. GAS is general adaptation syndrome. And what GAS is, I'm going through my book, GAS is the impact of long-term stresses that can be understood by examining the body's def- defenses against stress. So this is how your body reacts when it's trying to um, push stress to the wayside or um, defend defend against stress. So the number one one is alarm reaction the first stage of gas general adaptation syndrome is during which body resources are mobilized to cope with a stressor when we stress about certain things like different things in our body um reacts like um we get into that fight or flight mode like to where either we're going to fight the situation or we're going to run so, stage of resistance is the second stage during which the body adjustments to stress stabilize, but it is at a high, um, a high physical cost. So this is when we have to um, everything will seem normal, but um, the body, when it takes on um, too much stress, certain things. Um, within the body, it's like a chain reaction, it's kind of like, to me, stress first starts in your thoughts, you start, you start to think about, um, it's like an overbearing of thoughts when we start to stress about things, because some things, it's kind of like, some things, it's like, we don't really need to stress about, but being in this, um, what you call it, not constructive, (laughs) but destructive kind of like the word that I meant to use but when we live in a go 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 society it's kind of like we don't really have time to sit and woo saw and breathe that's not really um, pushed a lot even when healing people think you're supposed to be moving 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 yoga 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 working out posting you not you don't have to you don't have to do anything and you can be healing it's a time of reset. It's a time of rest. So when stress, when our body is resistant to stress, it's kind of like, it just like I said, it starts from the head. We start overthinking. Then you get these migraines. Then it goes down. Then it weighs heavy on your heart. Then your heart starts beating fast. And then all kind of things start to just it's like a chain reaction after that. Then stage of exhaustion is the third stage of gas at which time the body's resources are exhausted and serious health consequences occur. So this is when we have stressed and prolonged stress for so long without handling. And this is when different diseases get to sicken in our body. Because remember, when you stress, it's kind of like shut down your body defenses. So that means you're susceptible to infectious diseases, to like Trauma bonding, like I said, um, negative energies, just zorping up your energy. And this is what depletes your immune system when you stress and you don't get it looked at or you don't handle your trauma or your stress or your hassles or your frustrations that you need to be handling. So um, hassles are micro stressors. They're our day to day. Um, things that we deal with, our frustrations is a negative emotional state that occurs when one is prevented from reaching a goal. Now, what I'm going to say is just to remain neutral. I know it's hard to do in the midst of things when you want to be on 10. <laughs> I know that's difficult to do, but um, the main part of this is to remain neutral in situations you know don't get too happy or overexcited or don't get too sad and depressed in situations so where you uh, find yourself being stuck there um the pressure will sneak up sneak up on you i'm telling you i had it and didn't even know i even had it until i started doing my research or even started um like studying and learning new things about depression and post-traumatic and p.s. um uh, pstd i get a uh, get now why a lot of mothers get ptsd um post traumatic stress syndrome um disorder but we're going to talk about that um in the next segment um distress is now we're going to talk about the different stresses and um remember how I talked about explanatory style in one of my last segments about how we're explaining our situations are we explaining it pessimistic where if things are never going to get better and we're just consistently down in the situation? Or do we speak optimistic about it to where, okay, the situation happens. I'm going to take what well, I need to take from it and I'm going to apply it to my life and I'm going to move on. Okay. So now we're going to talk about um, stress and de-stress, the different types of stress. This is one part of it. So de-stress, remember the prefix of de-downgrade the stress is fear of failure or anxiety over trying to prove yourself may cause diseases. This is the bad stress. This is the stress where we hold on to, where we don't want to let things go, where um, it's just taking over our entire life in general. You stress, EU stress, uplifting. Stress not uplift, not did I say uplifting stress, but you know what I mean like stress that's not too stressful. This youth stress is the love of it, the curiosity about it, and the sex and satisfaction in it. So, youth stress can be characterized as the birth of a new baby or having like a um, a kid's birthday party. Like, these are stresses that's it's kind of like stressful and frustrating to be blowing up a balloon several times and the balloon freaking fly away or you blowing up a balloon and you know you ain't ate yet (laughs) i done did that so many times the kid's birthday i'd be so excited to put up the decorations and freaking i blow a balloon up and i ain't even eat nothing and then be wondering why i got damn lightheaded (laughs) I i have done that So many times. I I might do it again this week. (laughs) My baby Mikey to Mike. His birthday is Wednesday. He's going to be four years old. But we are probably going to do a little bit at the house. I don't have parties no more because I used to have parties and people don't show up. And so uh, I used to pay so much money and spend money on things that people would never show up. So we still have like little get-togethers for the kids. But I don't really invite anybody um only one of my other friends she really the only one who keeps up um with the kids birthday um even if it is in the calendar or on the phone and she has to remind herself the fact is she still this is it's what is to me what matters we're going to get back to de-stress in a minute but what we what matters to me and about taking your time out for something you know people time is valuable and so um when you do things um, with your time that is um, Not direct Well that's kind of like Direct to somebody else It really shows uh, type of person you are So shout out to my bestie um, But what I was talking about Oh yeah So his birthday party um, We didn't have no birthday party We just probably gonna do Like a little cake and ice cream But the big trip is We are going on our trip For his birthday uh, I'll be If you follow me on Instagram I'll be posting like where are we going and like our little trip because I definitely need a break oh my god so um and he, they, oh my god they been asked about this trip <laughs> they have been counting down this trip for three months <laughs> I'm like, it's not even June it's not even June it's March gosh please let me breathe <laughs> so de-stress so de-stress okay back to the segment now de-stress it affects Bodily systems, including you know the cardiovascular. Remember, cardiovascular is, is heart health, is artery, um, artery health, um, blood vessels, and things like that. Um, neuromuscular has something to do with your nerves and your musk and your um, muscles disorder, like headaches and chronic back pain. Like, um, like say, chronic back pain can cause stress because you feel like you have the weight of the world on your shoulders or you're just carrying too much or it's like a burden on your back or it's just too much that you're handling and that's a signal for you to just rest and relax and take so much off your plate. Um, Respiratory and allergenic disorders, immunology disorders, gastrointestinal disturbances. Um, Like I said, gut health is extremely important um women um this is where we hold a lot of our pain and our heartbreaks um this is where we hold a lot of it at. that's why some of us can't get rid of that that like that little gut that flap that goes over what they call it A uh, um I don't know what they call it but um I only have with my I don't, I only get that when I'm bloated, but you all know what I'm talking about. When we know what we're talking about, um that's kind of like why that little pudge, kind of like, is still there. It may be some things that you may be holding on to that you kind of like haven't let go yet, or kind of like explore it yet. Because sometimes exercising um, won't do. Sometimes, yeah, I would suggest to continue to eat healthy, but sometimes things we have to get rid of spiritually for our body to be, like, back into the good health that it was before. So, now, it was this thing that I did in class, right? Now, it's called a Social Real Judgment um, Rating Scale. I'm going back in my book. Now, this um, is called an um, SRS, Social Real Judgment Rating Scale. And um, it's to estimate the health hazards that we face when we when we add up stress, when stress is added up. So it's kind of like have different life events like uh, I'm going to put the link in the description under this segment so that you can do your social readjustment rate of scale and just to see what stresses you are at or. How have, your, how have the stress added up in your life? And to see what things you need to let go. So they have like different ranks from 1 to 43. This was in my book. And then they have different life events. And they also have the life change units. So the rank 1 is the death of a spouse or a child. Which the life unit for that is 119. And I think that's the highest. The, low, the lowest is... um minor violations of the law which is that life change unit is 22 so you're going to add up like from 1 to 43 you're going to go through each life event and add up the life change units that you have going on you don't have to do all of them just the ones that you have going on so they have like divorce they have change in number of arguments with spouse they have sexual difficulties they have marriage They have floor closure or mortgage or loans. They have changing schools, Christmas, trouble with boss, vacation, all different life events that may cause stress. And then it has like from zero to one fifty is no significant problems in your life. It means like I'm not saying that you'll be you're stress free but you don't have a lot of life events that are causing you to stress that are being that are keeping you open to diseases so 150 to 199 is mild life crisis 33 percent chance of illness this is yeah this is and it's going to tell you how much the percent that you have of illnesses we have 200 to 299 is moderate life crisis 50 percent chance of illness 300 or more is major life crisis, and that is at 80% chance of illness. Now, I'm pretty sure y'all waiting for the save for my was. Now, my social readjustment rating scale was 528. Yep, it's high. It's up there. It is up there. I didn't even know. I didn't even know. I don't know high. I don't know high. But <laughs> this, is, this is, at this point, this is burnt out, okay? This is burnt out. Um, and the reason I wanted to talk about that, too, a lot of burnt-out mothers, we don't talk about being burnt-out. We don't talk about the fact that in this day and time, and I remember when I grew up, and I'm not sure how anybody else grew up, but when I grew up, I grew up with my grandparents, and I grew up with an uncle and an uncle, and they may not have been close, like... Um, like together as a family but i still knew who they were i knew who my cousins were and we went to their house um you know frequently a lot as a kid and it's kind of like now that i have my own kids the whole family dynamic has changed it's kind of like the older people the, the um big mamas and stuff like the ones who really discipline their children the ones who don't like the the you're not gonna be out wilding and doing all that. Like the grandmas who really care and help the family together, it's like they're they non existent at this point. My kids don't have grandparents and uncles and uncles that they can go and spend time with and to give mommy and daddy a break. It's it all depends on us. We have to be their entertainment, be their doctor, be their listener. Even though that's what parents are supposed to do, and and I enjoy being a parent, but parents need breaks too. <laughs> like uh. We have to be able to be sane and be able to take care of ourselves, too, so we can take care of our kids. And that's why women raise children who, or this is why it's hard for women to really, like, focus wholeheartedly on, you know, raising their children to the best of their ability. Because we don't have a lot of breaks ourselves to to get our mental and our emotional straight. Like, there's a lot of... Um, ...burnt out mothers who are walking around mad just because they're burnt out. A lot of women that's walking around mad is not mad because what well, people think they're mad about. They're mad because they probably burnt out. And they don't have, you know, um, anybody to kind of like relieve them every now and again. I'm not saying all the time, but every now and again. I remember going to this park and I saw this girl that I went to school with. And she had two little boys. And then she was like, I think she had two boys and one girl. And, um, and I was like, hey, you know, I, I remember her brother and I remember her. She was um, in the grade Lord in us. And I went, at first, her little boy started talking to my kid's daddy. Um, kids always talking to him. <laughs> He'd be hesitant. He'd be like, oh, oh, where your mama at? Now? Where your daddy at? I don't know. But um, kids love him. Like, they always talking. They love us, spirit. they always talking to us and coming to us. Probably got so many deaf kids. So that's probably why but um and they were nice so um what i was about to say oh so the little boy started talking to him first and then i didn't know that was her son so whenever i started talking to her she was like yeah i um i had went to go get my friend's daughter you know she's in school and um i told her let go do some work and i'll take your daughter to the park and spend um, she can spend a day with us and i'm like oh my gosh that is just so thoughtful like that is amazing like and then i'm not type of person where i don't like throw my kids off on people because i feel like they're my responsibility but at the same time it's like where's the family where's the bonding where's the get-togetherness that's another reason why people be stressed because family is not together no more it's like everybody is separate the grandmas want to party with the damn with their children as if it's 1945 like no like I mean, come, it's like it's a time for everything. It's like it's a time to sit down. It's a time to chill. It's a time to spend time with family and friends and loved ones. It's a time to love on people. It's a time to hate people. Like, it is a time for that, too. Like, it ain't just all love and light. No, it's not that. We ain't like that. We ain't all love and light all the time because this is... This Is going somewhere else, but I'm just talking about it anyway. I was going to talk about it anyway in other segments. But this is how I got played a lot of times because I was too freaking nice. Then, love and light I don't know if anybody followed me on Instagram, but that was my first name, goddess of love and light. I didn't really see a lot of people calling themselves goddesses, so that's how I started off, goddess of love and light. And then I thought, I'm like, okay, well, this whole this what's coming at me is all not about love and light so this cannot be what I have to stand on and it's not you got to have a balance between that and that every situation that's going to call for you to be love and light like if somebody come up and slap you just because you're going to be like oh well thanks for the slap you know I'm all about love no no you're not you're going to (laughs) either I mean come on now no one's going to do that but that's what I'm saying and that's what I thought at first about getting into spirituality it's not going to be roses and flowers sometime like even to even get on this spiritual path you have to have gone through some type of pain or traumatic event or experience you can't you can't just hop on this because it's a bandwagon because it's a trend because it's trending now like this is not for the weak you are not going to be able to survive if you're going to come into this for the wrong reasons i don't know who somebody hit it i don't know, but yeah. That's exactly how I started. Maybe i start opening up more about, which I have. I'm not going to say I even haven't. But the world will make you feel like you have to tell your deepest, darkest secrets. When, come on, dude, people are slamming you down and won't give a damn. Maybe some people will appreciate it. But do you really want the risk of people tearing you down because of you or sharing something you've been through? I don't care at this point. I'm going to do it anyway. But that's what I'm saying. Um, I was susceptible i was unacceptable to it before but now it's kind of like people need to hear some of the things that mothers go through people need to hear some of the things because i'm more than just a mother i'm an artist i'm a creative i'm a writer um you know other things different aspects of yourselves this has went way off we was talking about psychology which i think i feel like it is a part of psychology but um i'm gonna end here and uh i might be taking a break um from the podcast, I'm not sure, like, to focus on other things. And just because I didn't need to rest, um, I'm getting things ready for the trip. So then after that trip, I'm gonna need a whole week to rest because <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna wear me out. I'm gonna need a whole week to rest, but for right now, um, I'm also coming out with some new sounds, um, for Vap Vi- Lounge. If y'all have noticed, um, Vibe Lounge, I kind of do that during the summer during the school year i'd be kind of busy with the school kids with kids in school and with me being in school and just everyday households and things like that so um i am putting out some new music and everything like that it may be on my youtube i already got one video on my youtube now if you want to check that out and um i'm still doing my art and practicing my craft um my my designs is on um i'm still on instagram and tiktok for that so if you want to follow me on that and i think that is it gods and goddesses surround yourself around like-minded individuals remember buds of a feather flock together so um just be mindful of who you are sharing your energy with and who is observing absorbing your energy Because you may not act like a person right now, but eventually when you're around people for a long time, you start to behave like them. I'm even noticing couples that've been together for a long time are starting to look like each other. I notice that when I'm out in public and I see couples and they look alike, I can tell they've been together for a long time. So, um, until next time, guys and goddesses, peace. The prevention of stress. I feel like anything that brings you joy, anything that brings you happiness, anything that brings you laughter, anything that's uplifting your soul is the prevention of stress. Being around people that love you, being around people who are um, optimistic, being around people who are who have great conversation is a prevention of stress eating healthy setting healthy boundaries um taking care of yourself is also um it also limp keeps your stress level down when you take care of yourself everything's falling place your health is good you are surrounded by loving encouraging people and so i feel like who you surround yourself around who you surround yourself with can also minimize your stress you people sometimes when you go around people they stress you the hell out they don't have to say anything it'd be their energy it be their energy that stress you out like literally and so sometimes you just have to saw and practice mindfulness practice breathing exercises do some yoga some ch- kind of like move the energy around you know sometimes when we don't do a lot of a whole lot of movement Things and energy kind of gets stuck there. So movement is also beneficial for us to not keep energy stagnant um, into our bodies. So um, that's kind of like the idea that I had on prevention. Everybody have different needs and different um, things that they love to do and love to participate in. That they keep their mind off of the day-to-day activities that we feel burdensome that we have to complete. And so if you think of any... Um, Stress preventions. Uh, make sure you comment down below and make sure you give me a holler. I'm gonna make. I only have one email that um everyone can reach me at. You will not be able to reach me on social media. I don't really do um a write people back on there like that. Um, but you can definitely reach me at my email. And until that's really, this really ain't for real. Next time, gods and goddesses, peace. <music>